Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. 10-minute Tuesday time for another week. Uh, Today, I'd love to introduce you to the safety officer uh, that lives inside each of you. My intention is that you'd uh, you'd realize what what a great advocate you have, uh, and this advocate is often assumed to be an enemy, but he, he or she, they, it, however, whatever your style is these days, uh, they are your biggest advocate, best friend. Before I do that, though, I uh, I recently decided to can the Facebook group. Uh, just just wasn't enjoying the interaction. Not sure how useful it was for anyone. Felt like a lot of energy and effort for, for zero reward. And as is always my concern, I just felt like it was vaccinating people. Give them a little to stop them getting a lot. Um, this, on the other hand, uh, I am more energized for this podcast than I've ever been before. I just I love this format. I, I love the ability to uh, to speak with you for ten minutes, and I, and I do feel like I'm with you. I, I I just feel like there's a bunch of people around the world that really find value in this conversation and the feedback I get, it's personal and, and it's meaningful and it feels like a, an effective way to equip a bunch of people who want to do good work to, to solve a real deep issue that's holding them back. So I'm going to keep doing podcasting and I think that's really the, the best way to, to keep interacting with the Insecurity Project. So uh, we'll keep rolling. Let's talk about the safety officer. Um, well, I'll backtrack a little because this is a conversation that happens with every single client I've ever had. We have to address this internal resistance at some point because it's really it's really misunderstood. It starts you start feeling internal resistance at some point uh, in your in your teenage years, maybe even before that, into your twenties. And the strategy when you begin to feel resistance is to fight against it. That's that's what's natural. You assume the worst about the resistance because it feels feels bad. It feels like part of you is against you, is blocking you, is resisting you, is sabotaging you, is undermining you. It it's, it seems to be true that part of you doesn't want you to succeed. Part of you is bad. Part of you is weak. Part of you is lazy. Uh, so the. The less of that part that comes to the surface, the better. That, that makes sense. So therefore, self-discipline becomes your friend. You, you overcome. You succeed by overcoming, by dominating yourself, by subduing yourself, by managing yourself. And that, that's great. It, it works well enough um, and, until it doesn't, until in that strategy you inadvertently ruin the relationship with yourself because none of those assumptions about the resistance proved to be anywhere near accurate. They, they really aren't. And that's big news for some people. I, I talk to people who are not ready to accept that's true yet, and that's fine. I don't, I don't need to preach any message. Um, but I do particularly enjoy talking to exhausted people who feel that old way of thinking is true, but it hasn't got them anywhere. It hasn't enabled them to succeed. They haven't won any battle. They feel defeated. So, you know, the metaphor is that, you know, change feels like you've got to climb to the top of a snow-capped mountain to succeed. And in order to do that, you're fighting against yourself. So it's all about discipline. Um, I'm convinced that's that's ridiculous. In fact, real success comes when you realize you are 
you are already on top of a hill and you're sitting in a parked car with a handbrake on and all that you desire is actually at the bottom of the hill. So all that's between you and where you'd like to be is is a brake, uh, is an internal resistor. And sure, you, you might still misunderstand that resistance as part of you that doesn't like you or is uh, afraid or weak or, or, or lazy or doesn't want to do what's required, um, but it's, it's, it's never true. When I ask people to examine the, the highest possible positive intention of that handbrake, uh, it's, a good, it's a good exercise because you realize that the positive intention of that resistance must be a some form of protection. The only reason a person would actively resist their own progress, would resist the things that they say they so see, they so deeply desire and, and want but then don't act on, uh, is that there must be something dangerous about those things. So I, I ask people, you know, so what, what is this handbrake then? What, what is it? What do you think it is? And um, almost without fail, in fact, I, I don't think there's been a time where uh, a person has has answered other than, well, I think that handbrake is my fear, actually. I think that handbrake is all the things I'm afraid of that could go wrong. And for fear of things going wrong, for fear of being found out, for fear of being rejected, for fear of judgment or conflict or disappointment, um, then I keep myself stuck here. I keep myself avoiding doing the things that are going to lead to my success. Um, the really beautiful news is that's that's not true. It It really isn't. Surprising, I know, and and look, don't let me tell you anything. Uh, uh, my intention is just to send this across your bow and see how it sits. That handbrake is actually love. Try this on, right? That handbrake is your deepest, truest, most honest desire to keep yourself safe from the dangers in your world. That's a very loving thing to do. We only protect that which we value. The more value we place on something, the more motivated we are to protect it. So the harder that handbrake feels like it's on in your life right now, the more love you have for yourself. If it were any other way, then you wouldn't care. You'd, you'd, you'd be abandoned. You'd be reckless. Whatever. Who cares? Or just do whatever. And if it goes bad, it goes bad because they have no value anyway. That's not true. You have this character inside of you who's the safety officer committed to your safety unwilling for you to move forward unless it's safe now that might feel annoying as i'm sure it does when the the safety officer comes onto a work site and he says right tools down boys uh we've got to have a conversation there's a few things that are out of order i'm sure no one likes that conversation they're like you're kidding me that's that's lost productivity loss of wages that puts our deadlines back that's horrible can't we just keep sailing and to say any safety officer worth worth their salt says no no I cannot allow you to keep going under these conditions. This blade's about to come off. That switch is loose. This wire is exposed. Here's a death trap here. You know, that's actually them doing their job. If they were to not pay attention to what's dangerous and let work continue, well, an accident would happen and someone would be hurt or killed and it would be on their on, on their head. So same is true in, in your internal safety officer. Your unconscious is hardwired. Every cell in your body is wired for protection. So you have a safety officer who is very committed to keeping you safe. I'm always surprised when I see stuff on social media about success being just about having more courage and less fear. Just do it. Just get it done. Just man up and grow a set. Eat some concrete pills. Just go forward. 
Like, really? Like, your safety officer is so committed to their job. You think a bit of extra courage and less fear is going to override the, the need for safety? You know, good luck with that. Uh, success has to be safe. Just like the work site, when it's safe, cool, sail on, produce away, back to work. You will, you will have full permission to succeed in life, full permission to flourish, full permission to move forward toward your goal as soon as your world is safe. That's, that's a big distinction. When you realize that, it's a, it's a game changer. Because then the central question becomes, okay, then what, what's unsafe? What conditions would need to be satisfied for me to have permission? What conditions would need to be satisfied for my world to be safe? Safe enough for me to move forward into being the person I truly desire to be? Great question. Because immediately he goes, well, okay, then what, what must be dangerous? What are the real threats? The near and present dangers to your health and safety. What are they really? And and this requires a listening exercise. This is not about assuming. Because people are typically conscious dominant, so they want to just guess and speak for themselves. This requires you to shut up for a minute and just listen. Listen to the safety officer. And you'll discover, invariably, that the most dangerous things in your world are, are your unresolved negative opinions about yourself. Opinions formed as a child that are still running the show, that are just gathering momentum gathering evidence, becoming more and more solid. Opinions you've formed at a time of emotional immaturity, a time when you didn't have many resources, when you were afraid, when you were uncertain, when you were trying to make sense of a difficult adult world as a child. Things went down, things went bad, you got hurt, you got disappointed, and you personalized those experiences. We're sense-making creatures asking and answering two questions to every experience we have. Question one, why did that happen? Question two, what does it mean about me? And the child cannot help but answer those questions negatively and personally. The reason why this went bad was because of me. I had something to do with it. It revealed something about who I really am, and it's not good. That's the worst case. The best case is the child develop some really distorted positive opinions too. I'm, I have superpowers. I'm wonderful. I can do anything. I can win singing competitions. I'm going to be rich and famous. I'm incredible. I'm faultless. All right, beautiful. They, they might serve you for a season. But even, even positive opinions of a child will become the limiting factor as an adult. They'll become destructive in your future. You know, you'll go on a singing competition with this opinion that you're incredible and it turns out you're not that incredible at all and that will end in tears because your opinion's so solid you'll go in with so much confidence and you'll say a whole bunch of things about how incredible you are and you won't be that incredible so here's the thing every opinion you've formed about yourself as a child is now dangerous as an adult every single one of them they're not accurate so you want to succeed you want to have permission to succeed well, there's some work to do. In fact, your central adult work is to go back and tidy up all opinions, everything you've ever thought about yourself, every assumption you've made, every dot you've joined, every guess you've made, every sense you've made about who you are, what you're worth, what you can expect, how how much you're capable of, what the limits of your world are. You formed those opinions as a child because that's the first time you made sense of these things. And almost invariably those opinions haven't been reviewed and now they're dangerous 
and your safety officer has blown a whistle, halted work, and is now resisting you as an act of great love because while ever those opinions are still intact, you are incredibly vulnerable. You cannot afford to go into the world and be your best because it will end in tears. Those, opi- those opinions you've formed leave no margin for error. Those opinions that say, oh, deep down I'm no good, deep down I'm selfish or I'm bad or I'm not worthy. The moment you step up and out and you get a negative, some negative feedback, that'll just highlight the fact that here you go. Now you've got more evidence that that's true about you. You've had a real world experience and had honest feedback from the world that that's actually true. And that'll be so painful that you'll shrink back into your shell never to emerge again. See it all the time. So take home point for today. Your safety officer is not your enemy. I repeat, they are not your enemy. They are your biggest advocate, your most committed part, the most loving servant. And until you're willing to listen, until you're willing to cooperate, until you're willing to address the things that are dangerous, that are being risen, being brought to your attention by the safety officer, you will be resisted. You will sabotage your own success. Your unconscious will cleverly thwart your best efforts at moving forward. <laughs> and it'll be loving whether you understand it or not, whether you agree or not, whether you are frustrated, whether you hate yourself for it or not. Won't matter. Your unconscious is is got a thick skin. Happy to continue providing safety at all cost um, because of love. Hope that's useful. Look forward to talking to you again as always on this platform next week. Hey, also I've I've, uh, I've got got some coaching sessions I'm going to release on this. So there's a few recorded. It's always a really vulnerable thing for someone to be willing to share their session. So I've got a couple of sessions that I think they were just wonderful. The 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 experience of uh, you know listening in to someone face their fears and process this stuff is just so rich and rewarding. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to violate any personal space and share things that are too vulnerable. So uh, I'll see what sessions I'm able to share shortly um, but if, if you'd be up for a, a session if you'd be willing to uh, bring a real issue to the table uh, you'd get a free session which would be good for you but if you're willing to share that with the audience then it'd be good for them too so reach out to me uh, send me a, an email or reach out to me on the socials and we'll tee something up uh, otherwise i'll talk to you again next week you've been listening to the insecurity project podcast All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.